Talk High Five, episode 457. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are still super enjoying Midnight Hunt Draft, if that's you, where are you and why? <laughs> or Whoa. if you are super excited Whoa. for Crimson Vow coming down the fire. <laughs> We are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, President Loki Maria. Uh, and I'm another one of your hosts, Secretary of State John Kerry. <laughs> you know what? I could buy that. Okay, thank you. I think he could wear something like yeah, that. Yeah, do you know what? I agree. A nice mock turtleneck ba- on John Kerry? Back back in the days when he was uh, when he was protesting the Vietnam War. Yes, exactly. Was, uh, Precisely. Veterans against the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know I once bought John Kerry lunch? <laughs> fun fact. I That's did. That's a great fun fact. Yeah. I had no idea. He needed so much food. It wasn't like I personally was at lunch with John Kerry and I was like, I'll pick them. Don't worry, John. I got this one. Uh-huh. No, I was interning and he was visiting my hometown. Oh. And so I got to be part of the campaign and my job was to go around town and buy him food for lunch, which was a lot of food. Wow. I John mean, Kerry eats a lot? He can pack it in. He's a tall He's a tall He's man. He's a tall man. He's a tall man. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, John Kerry talk aside, this week on Good Luck High Five, we are going to do some Crimson Vow predictions. Yes. I will be predicting uh, what's going to be coming your way in Crimson Vow because this week previews begin on Thursday. On Thursday. And Megan cannot predict anything because she already knows I everything. Ready? Know it all. Yeah. Super excited to do some flavor text guessing uh, yep. this time around because I, what was I, like 50 50 last time? You were, you were doing real well last time. All right. So I'm trying to get a better record this time. Once your cards with flavor text have been revealed, I'll try and yeah. guess which one's Megan roll. But that's why she knows everything about the set. Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll also have a little wrap up of Midnight Hunt story time. Yes. Um, because <laughs> I did you the gift. I did you the gift of reading it. Yep. And so I will bring you all of the all of the updates on Midnight Hunt. I'm really excited to find out if Arlen um, decides to hunt or not hunt, you know, her... That is truly the midlife central, crisis. Yes, she really is having a, a werewolf <laughs> midlife crisis. But before we do all that, we have some people to say thank you to on this beautiful spooky week. Thank you to everybody who supports us over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Yes, and thank you so much, especially to Sock, Yay, Sock! our new patron this week. <laughs> do you know my thank nickname you. in high school was Sock? Really? Yes, because one day I wore tan. Okay. You're getting a glimpse into exactly what kind of nerd I was in high school. I wore tan khaki pants Uh and a tan argyle sweater. (laughs) So I just looked like a giant sock. (laughs) Why did you why did you own those two items separately? And why did I and wear them why together? why did you wear them together? You know, I probably was like, oh, these match. You know, I had the tan pants and the tan argyle <laughs> sweater. Oh, my God. When I just think about some of the things that I wore, that one was truly egregious. And I deserved That's, the nickname sock. Yeah. I deserved it. I just, you could have solved the problem by first not owning them yeah not wearing either of those things ever ever and then you wouldn't have had the opportunity yeah especially not uh, together to wear them at the same time good grief Woo. if only a picture existed of that maybe yeah. it does somewhere anyway well, thank you so much sock <laughs> thank you sock. who i assume is maria from the past Ooh, nice um supporting supporting the show and thank you so much to everyone who is a patron uh be- 
become a patron today and you can have so many awesome benefits like being a member of our sick Discord. It's awesome. Which is really great. Um, Patron-only tournaments, rewards that we mail to you, and just knowing that you are supporting something that you listen to. Put a treat in our trick-or-treat bag by becoming a patron yes. before next episode. We'll read your name live on the air. That's right. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom. Yes, a, a wonderful sponsor of this show. This is the spooky season to get all of the spooky game, spooky needs you spooky have to have. Very good use of spooky in that <laughs> yes. sentence. At spooky Card Kingdom. <laughs> you can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Use our affiliate link to buy whatever you need for your spooky yes. needs including my great idea of putting booster packs in kids Halloween baskets that's right if you happen to have a spare 245 yeah. or whatever it is for each kid <laughs> who comes to your door which if you're giving if away there's not a ton of size, kids or not a ton oh, of kids yeah. or if you're already given full-size candy bars you're already doing a pack yeah you know what I mean well unless you're buying them from Costco oh yeah that's true um you know what? Card <laughs> Kingdom Card Kingdom hear me out you should you should also purchase the the domain spooky card kingdom <laughs> and have it be the exact same website yes. but spooky i agree all right i agree like, maybe there's like a screaming noise anytime you put something in your cart definitely not annoying <laughs> <laughs> you can pre-order crimson vow over on card kingdom right now too Ooh. if you want to get yourself a box yeah. to draft with your buddies or if you just want to crack packs like a total sicko uh you can you totally so, can card kingdom great place for all these things somebody spooky <laughs> card kingdom coming soon <laughs> Somebody in my neighborhood gives away full-size candy bars. I know because I just walked around my hood last Halloween and they had a chute from their porch down to the sidewalk. That's so cute. And they just put them in the chute and down oh, and then you caught them. Adorable. I'm going to try again this year. <laughs> <laughs> to get one? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just look more like a kid. Yeah, well, they didn't care last year. <laughs> Even though I did get in trouble once in high school for trick-or-treating as a quote-unquote adult um that's bs if you're still in school if you're still in public school like I agree. you should get to trick-or-treat i agree all the way up until it's like the substitute for for voting yes if you can't if vote you, can, you, can you trick should get to trick-or-treat <laughs> i love that perfect rule perfect rule lock it in and it's that's not to say that but if you can vote and you don't vote no candy for no you. you don't get any candy no candy <laughs> But right there, like Ever. around the same time of year. Yeah, that's true. So look, I'm just saying trick-or-treating is really just what we, the consolation prize we give kids for not being able to participate in our democracy. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for some Crimson Vow predictions. Yes. Oh, I am very excited for this set. Yes, me um, too. You know, I, I got to work on it about yes. this time last year, which was wow. very funny. Wow. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited to see it. I'm very, very stoked. I love vampires, as you all know. Yeah. And I'm really hoping for a super sweet vampire deck and standard. Mm -hmm. The last time that happened, I loved it. And just, so, yeah. Just like how there's a super sweet werewolf deck and standard yeah. right now. I mean, <laughs> womp, womp. I guess you can call the girl deck... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I mean, I love tribal okay. decks and vampires are my favorite tribe. So let's yeah. go. Okay. Are these cards great? Should they be totally busted as far as vampires go? We'll see. Yeah. They um, should. I don't want to throw in a Veldrain situation. No. But I do want a good vampire deck. Is All that right. too much to ask? No. Vampire set? All right. Great. So in order to achieve this, I have um, pre 
ordained, I have premonitioned several things that are going to happen okay. in the set. Yeah, I'm very excited to hear. <laughs> okay. We're going to start off with um, some mechanics that I predict will occur. Okay, yes. All right. <clears throat> Number one is a mechanic called First Blood. Because we already say that in Magic. Yeah. We're like, oh, First Blood. But this has nothing to do with that. That one I couldn't figure out because it's really strange. Okay. Um, but this one is uh, First Blood. It's, it's on creatures. When this creature does combat damage to another creature... Okay, this this is on vampires, by the way. Yeah, okay. Uh, put a bite counter on that creature. That creature is a vampire in addition to its other types. It cannot block. <gasps> nice. What do you I think? like it. What do you think? Because vampires want to attack, right? Yeah. So what they're doing is they're biting that other vampire, turning it vamp, yeah. and making it so it can't block. Wow, they're vamping it. They're vamping it, and it can't block because vampires, I don't think they're very interested in blocking anyway. Yeah. Um, but also it helps you get in with your vampires because now that creature can't block anymore. I love it. That's a great mechanic. And if you're thinking like, oh, well, now it can't block. Well, it can block that one time and yes. like trade if you want to or whatever. But after that, no more blocking. No more blocking for you. I love it, too, because it's kind of like a reverse unleash. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You're unleashing the other creature's yes. vampire inside. Yeah, I'm unleashing its vamp. Oh, very good way to put it. And making it slightly worse. Um, yeah, so that's called Great. First Blood. Um, I like it. My other one is called Bat! And this is an homage, of course, to what we do in the shadows when they scream Bat and they turn into yeah. Bat. I love Matt Berry. Anyway, uh, this is like uh, werewolves when they flip at midnight to their mm -hmm. wolf side. This is vampires wolfing. This is the equivalent yeah, okay. of Vampire okay. Wolf. So I assume the day-night mechanic will still be present in Crimson Vow. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when Vampire Vamp out, uh, you get Bat Vampire, and it's the Bat version. <laughs> so whatever that means. Great. It can whatever fly. that means. It's a bat, and it can fly, and it, okay. it's like the front side, kind of the same way as the werewolf is similar. Maybe, like, werewolves get bigger, vampires get smaller, but they do gain flying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Okay. I like that. Nighttime, it's bat side. It can fly, and it's like a little different in yeah. bat form of its vampire self. Wow. All right. It's called bat. bat. Anyway, <laughs> with five exclamation points. Uh, the next mechanic Great. that I have developed, and uh -huh. which will be occurring in Crimson Vow, is called Thirst. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, which is a great name, I think, first of all. Yeah, you can also call it Thirst Trap if you want to get weird. Um, all right. Each time this creature attacks and is not blocked, you may pay its thirst cost. When you do, blank. So this is... Oh. Can be different on various creatures. It's thirsty for blood, and when it's it gets thirsty. it, it like it gets a little bonus. It gets a it little gets to bonus. Do something. Yes. Oh. So all right. If this creature is blocked, fine. Whatever. Nothing happens. But if it's not blocked, you can pay the thirst cost. For example, here's a thirst. Uh, one in a red thirst. <laughs> <laughs> Put a plus one plus one counter on this creature. Very simple. Great. Love Done. it. Uh, and so it's a little bit different than normal activated ability where you just like pay two and it would get plus two plus zero oh until end of turn or whatever. Yeah. Because this sticks around um there's another uh thirst four to black thirst <laughs> sacrifice another creature destroy destroy target creature wow is that too good no that's not too good at all you have okay. to sacrifice another creature and you have to at attack and, and have not, it not be blocked not be blocked yeah. yeah so is it too bad no okay because you, think you can that's right? also get rid of a blocker before or wait no i guess because it, it has to be not blocked so it's after blocker. declare blockers okay yeah, then you can pay, pay thirst. Okay. After declare blockers, destroy target creature, sacrifice, destroy. Yeah. So you could attack with something and then sack it for this thirst cost or whatever to destroy something. I don't know. That's the cost I put on it. Let me know if you think that's too broken yeah. or too no. bad. Or if I, I think hit, it's fine. Hit the sweet spot. Okay. 
thirst. That's thirst, everybody. Great. I love it. I've made all vampire mechanics until this point because obviously. Yes, you're um, very excited. <laughs> here's one for the humans. It's called Onion Breath, working title. <laughs> no, final name. <laughs> final name. This is not the playtest name. No, this is not the real name. Uh, onion Breath, pay whatever. Pay X. I'm not sure. Um, this creature cannot be blocked by vampires. <laughs> Because they don't want its onion breath. They it have onion breath. They don't, they're not interested. It's not garlic breath? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Why did I write onion breath? Oh I my don't know. God. I really don't know. Everybody, I apologize. That was an oversight on that my part. That was really... I mean, no one <laughs> likes onion breath, but that's just, we give it protection from other humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no. Garlic breath. Uh, yeah. Great. Garlic breath. Garlic okay. breath. Final name. I've also invented some cards, which will be, uh, first of all, did I get anything right? You can't tell me, I but can't tell you just that. wink. Okay. <laughs> uh, cards. Uh, wedding invitation. This is the classic Ooh. mana rock of the format. You can pay one and tap it to add one mana of any color. Great. And then sacrifice it to draw a card. Love it. It's a classic rock. It yep. exists in all formats. It costs four colorless classic or whatever. rock. Classic rock. Then I made a <laughs> cycle. That. <laughs> Love that. Break. Classic station. rock. It's your favorite station on uh -huh. the radio, and it's uh -huh. also wedding invitation. I made this cycle. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Great. So here's, um, they all cost, gosh, do they all cost the same or something? How can it be a cycle? It exists one for each color. Okay. Um, and blue is obviously But there's blue. only four. Yeah, well, we're forgetting about what <laughs> One of the colors does not exist okay, in this cycle. Mind. Great. It's an incomplete cycle. Incomplete, that's the word. Um, something old. I don't know. Uh, this one's a green one. Okay. Uh, return target creature and vampire from your graveyard to your hand. Wow. So we've seen this card before. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a reprint. Something new. Look at the top three cards of your library. Draw one, put the rest on the bottom in random order. Okay. You can't that one can't be blue though. So I don't know what we're gonna have to really Ugh. we're gonna have to work on yeah, that. Think, but of, it's think okay. about that one. Yeah. Uh something borrowed. Gain control of target non-vampire creature into end of turn gains haste plus two plus oh. Yes. Classic. And something blue, four blue, uh instant draw two. Great. Or three and a blue, yeah. rather. Yeah. Okay. You can make something old black. Yes. Um, and then something new green because green will sometimes right. do that effect. So it'll be for creatures, like creature or creature land. Creature or land. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So these are not exciting because they all exist already, but I'm excited by the fact that we made this saying into a cycle yeah, of cards. you made the cycle. <laughs> Great. So that's definitely going to exist. Um, I've got the reading of the vows. All right. <laughs> Each player guesses the card type on the top of their opponent's library. Wow. If, if you, they are right, they may cast that card until end of turn without paying its mana cost. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Com completely destroyed if you could look at the top of your opponent's library and it happens to be something good. Yeah. Um, otherwise, this card is hot garbage, but it is a rare. <laughs> of course it is. It will be on our list of 10 yeah. worst rares to Do open not put this in your shield deck. Do not. I don't care if you're like, oh, I'm going to guess creature and I'm going to hit like their bomb and then I'm going to play it. Like you might like 1% of the time. Yeah. You'll, I mean. Wow, a whole 1%. No, it's, it's higher than that, obviously. But. I, is it? <laughs> don't name land, even though you're more likely to be correct. Yeah. Because who cares? Yeah. Then you don't want to play this card. Um, it, this card will be previewed by a loading ready run. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right. Uh, Sign in Blood is going to be reprinted. Oh, yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, Chalice of the Void. But it's going to have like blood in it. Oh, Blood Chalice, blood of, chalice the void. of the Void. Chalice of the Blood. Void. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Uh, but <laughs> I'm very sad to say Chalice is getting a reprint. But, you know. Yeah. It just has to. Yeah. What about Everflowing Chalice? Oh, yeah. Well, that works, too. Yeah, Everflowing yeah. Chalice, for sure. And that's not as busted art. up a card. With new art, with the blood chalice. They're drinking it at the party. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, all right. Here's my favorite card that I've invented for this set. <laughs> DJ Bloodbath. <laughs> DJ Bloodbath. This is the DJ at Olivia's wedding? Yeah, this is the <laughs> DJ at the party. It's two black red for a two three. You pay three life. Tap the DJ because the DJ's like, tap. <laughs> I did the motion for everyone listening uh-huh. of the DJ uh-huh. like scratching the record being tapped, okay? Uh-huh. Look at the top five cards of your library. If one of these is a, a vampire, you may cast it with its mana cost reduced by two colorless. Wow. Okay. You know, like kind of bad, but still kind of cool. <laughs> DJ Bloodbath. DJ Bloodbath in the yeah. house. Wow. I mean, Look. I can't believe that you think that Olivia would have a DJ at her wedding over a band. That's over like, like a weird goth vampire orchestra. Olivia is coming for you just for thinking that she wouldn't go all out and hire a li- like live music. Sorry, Olivia. Wow. <laughs> I'm so rude. <laughs> yep. DJ Bloodbath. <clears throat> uh, the next card is called Fantastic! Exclamation point. How many cards in Magic's history uh-huh. have an exclamation point in the tight in their name? I think only ones in unsets. Yeah. Well, this is the first time. Okay. Fantastic. Three red. Target creature gains indestructible until end of turn. It deals damage based on its power to target creature or planeswalker. Wow. That's a that's a really good card. Fantastic. It's pretty good removal. Yeah. It is, it's red, which um is this is kind of a green effect, but I made it red. Deal with it, Mark <laughs> Rosewater. <laughs> Just <laughs> deal with it. Because he's putting his fangs out. And yeah. speaking of fangs out, this next card is called Fangs Out Bangs Out. <laughs> if you ha- if you control a creature with bangs, draw a card. <laughs> Woof. I don't know that that's really in style on Innistrad. No, I don't think anybody has bangs on Innistrad. You can't have hair in your face when you're constantly running from monsters. It's mm, a great point. Yeah. Great point. But, you know, if you happen to have the one card with bangs in the set, honestly, if there is even one card with bangs in the set, I won't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but Now I, we have to go and look through all the cards in, like, now I want to look through all the cards in Innistrad Midnight Hunt. And is be there like, anybody with bangs? Is there anybody with bangs? Not that I can remember, but then again, I haven't specifically been looking for bangs, so. Yeah, me neither. I doubt it, but I'm you just never know. At some of these ones right here, but if so you, far no bangs. Yeah, if you happen to know if one of the cards has bangs from Midnight Hunt, you can tweet at us with the hashtag fangs out bangs out and let us know that <laughs> yep. it exists. Please do. Uh, all right, next up is called Fascinatoring. <laughs> I'm like really good at making unset cards here, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is an equipment fancy hat, not just hat, fancy hat. Wow. Um, okay. Creature puts on fancy hat, gets plus one plus oh, equip cost of one, colorless. So it's a cute little fascinator that somebody's yeah. wearing to the wedding. It's tiny. It's a tiny little hat. It's so a it tiny does hat. not help you much, but no. it helps you a little. No, but it looks really cute to put it yeah. on. You look very fancy, very British. Yes. Going to this wedding. Yeah. Um, Why not? Fascinatoring. Um, this card is also my favorite after DJ Bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wedding Crashers. This is Werewolf, okay? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, because obviously, yeah, it's got to be a Werewolf crashing the wedding. Yeah. And it's based on Wedding Crashers, the film starring whatever. <laughs> Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn. Thank you. I was like, who's and in Owen Rachel Wilson? Rachel McAdams. And what? Is she really in it? And Isla Fisher? I don't remember. 
That's funny if it's Rachel I McAdams. I can't believe but I can, that I just you just pulled that out. All four unbelievable cast members Un- of Wedding Crashers. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I am gonna look up if it's Rachel McAdams. But yeah, these I think that it was on the front side. They look like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. They're based yeah. on them, and on the back side, <laughs> it is the werewolves that also look like them. So the, I'm just gonna talk about the back side. I don't care what the front side does. The back side uh, when it's a werewolf at night, obviously. Um, after this it is Rachel McAdams. Oh, holy cow. Wow. All right. Deep cut. <gasps> I forgot that Christopher Walken is in it. Oh yeah, he is. And Bradley Cooper and Will Ferrell. Wow. wow. Bradley Cooper. Now yeah. I want to watch it again. Bradley Cooper has had a long and weird career. <laughs> she says after reading Christopher Walken's name, <laughs> but yes, you expect I agree. that of Christopher Walken, but like Bradley Cooper, I feel like it kind of blindsides you. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyways, werewolf night, werewolf side, wolf side. Yes. After this creature attacks, which is kind of weird. Um, uh, and it survives, I guess. It has yeah, to survive. Sure. Uh, gain control of up to one creature and opponent controls until the end of your next turn. Oh. Because they've crashed the wedding and they found the girl that they're going home with. And they're going to keep her until the end of the next turn. And then she's going back. She's like, you guys are gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is before they were formed because it's the wolf side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wedding crashers. <laughs> Great. I I love that I one. Hope, I truly hope that is in the set. Really, really love it. It absolutely will not be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's all my predictions uh, for wow. Crimson Vow. Those are some hot predictions. Is there any pr- other prediction you want me to make right now? Just, I'll, I'll just make it up off the top of my head. These ones I, I thought Ooh. about before the show. Um, I want you to tell me, um, mm-hmm. Give me a give me a, a type of land. Ooh, a land. Yeah, give me a land that's going to be in the set. Oh, wow, I would I would love to have like wherever Olivia and her husband to be live, like some very fancy vampire castle. Um, Olivia's home is a place called Lurenbrom Fortress. Ooh, okay, Lurenbrom Fortress. Yeah. Okay, that's the land. All right, for sure. And what does it do? It's black and red, and um, if your opponent lost life this turn, you can pay. Four and black red mana hybrid to make a one one bat token. You can pay six mana to make a bat. It's five mana. I mean four four and a black red. Okay, to make a bat. Wait. Okay, five mana. Yeah, that's still that's still and, bad. And tap the land. Yeah. That's six. That's six. You're right. Uh, okay, that's too it's too expensive. Because um, you can already you can just already pay four two white white to make a human. Yeah. From Arden Castle Arden Vale or whatever. Yeah. So, but this is flying. That's true. So how much more is flying worth? One mana or two? I think just one. Okay, five. Make a bat. Great, make a bat. Five, make a bat. And I guess I'm going to take away the opponent lost life. If they lost life, it's one cheaper. Oh, nice. Very complicated land. This is a rare. Yeah. Um, And I really want it in my vampire deck. (laughs) You invented, I asked you to come up with this and you immediately invented a land that you want. Correct. This is accurate. Yep. I always want one of these lands because if your opponent has, is going to meat hook all of your stuff or whatever, they can't meat hook your land. That's what you think. (laughs) (laughs) That's because Megan, uh, besides just not just doing flavor text for this set, also invented a a card called meat hook your land. (laughs) Meat hook your creatures, by the way. Meat hook your land. Meat hook, yeah. Meat hook your creatures and meat hook your land. (laughs) Rude! Yeah.
Is it story time? It's story time. Okay, Maria. So when we last left off, Arlen was being very angsty. Yes. Um, about wanting change in her life, but not wanting to eat people. And then she'd also gone to get to Fairy, Chandra, and Kaya. Yep. To, and they were like, we got to get this moon silver key. Oh, that's um, right. And to Katilda help. the old witch was like, go get the moon silver key and we'll have the festival thing. For the humans to, s- what was the festival for? To make the sun stop going down. Okay. Um, anyways, so, uh, right, they're looking for the moon silver key, and first they go to Thraben, and all of them are in Thraben, and they cut a big swath through all these ghouls that are in Thraben at the cathedral, and they find this one old ghoul, this scene actually is funny, where he, like, used to be, um, the per- he you know he used to be a chaplain or whatever and yeah. like give mass and he's a ghoul giving mass and there's a bunch of zombies sitting at mass <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just that's having a funny. nice zombie mass. That's great. Um. Anyway, when do you preach at a zombie mass? That's my I, question. I think it was just mostly like rah rah rah. <laughs> So they're just going through the motions. They're yes, not even saying they're, no, they're not even doing anything, actually. They're just going through the motions. That is very funny. Um, of giving mass and being at mass. Okay. Um, anyways, Arlen feels very conflicted because this oh. is someone that she knew and she was in the church. Deal with it. Um, anyways, and they're like, where's the moon silver key? We read a book that said your family had it. They... Honestly, they spent so much time in the earlier chapters doing the whole angsty thing, and then a lot of action happens very quickly that okay. we maybe could have used a little more time in. Anyways, they're like, we read in a book, your family has it. And he just says, his. he just keeps saying his son, Danik, Danik, Danik. And she's like, that's all we're going to get. And she kills him because he's a ghoul. Because <laughs> he's a ghoul, so she sets his soul free. Oh, okay. And then they all leave Thraben, and they go to Gavany, which is where this guy was from. And Classic they find his township. Ans- yes. Ancestral. It's a whole province. Oh. Wait, Gavany? Gavany Township. I'm it's just going township. off You're of right. the name of the card. Um, okay, so they go to Gavany, and the, they find his old big house. Um, and it tur- they find the Kaya goes in and like kills all the ghosts that are in the very haunted house. I knew it was a haunted house. Yes, Great. it's a very haunted house, and Kaya kills all the ghosts except the ghost of the kid, like his son. Um, and the ghost kid is there. Denik. Denik. Right? Yes, I think. Um, and I forget what Denik tells them. I don't know that it was very helpful, but I think he basically is like Soren has it. And they're all just like, of course, Soren has it fine. So then they leave there and they go to Markov Manor. Um, nice. and Soren is there just like lounging in his throne, <laughs> literally lounging. Um, and they're all give us the key. And Soren is like, everybody on Innistrad sucks. And no one here appreciates how hard I've worked to save this place. So I won't give you the key. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what happens. Soren is like just real whiny because nobody says thank you to him ever. Oh, Soren. Um, so he's like, you can't have it. And then Sigarda comes in and is like, the, the key is upstairs. I don't know how she knows, but Sigarda's is like, the key is upstairs. You all go get it and I'll stay here and talk slash fight with Soren. Um, and so they do. Oh, I forgot. Sigarda showed up because Arlen, when they were like going into Markov Manor, they pass like an Abyssinian symbol and they like, she like says like a little prayer and everybody joins in. I don't know how they all know the words. They're not from there, but somehow they do. And anyway, Sigarda is like, your faith called me here. And Arlen is like, cool. <sighs> They go upstairs and, like, get the moon silver key while Sigarda and Soren are duking it out downstairs. Um, okay. What happens next? Then we go to the festival. 
I feel like I'm probably really glossing over some Wait, stuff. did they get the key? They got the key. Oh, so they it just upstairs. was upstairs. They get, yeah, it's just they, hanging on a hook. Get, yes, it was like there it in is. a, it was um, an Abyssinian <laughs> statue was holding it. Soren had beheaded the statue. Because also you really get the feeling that Soren was maybe in love with Abyssin. Oh, Like I think Soren. he was maybe kind of in love with Abyssin. Doomed from the start. Yeah, exactly. You can't make an angel fall in love with her and then have to kill her. Yeah, and you you also can't be a vampire and an angel. It just can't work. It's just not meant to be. One of you is like demon powered. The other is like heaven powered yes. i don't know it's, it's just... a real romeo and juliet yeah it's not gonna happen uh, so anyways so you really get that idea is that he's actually just mostly heartbroken and oh, pretty angsty was he man spreading on his throat he really was he was um okay so they get the key and then they go to um the harvest tide festival yes and there's like also oh there is a side part i did also like this part where olivia is doing like we see a little scene with olivia where she's doing um you know the old fairy tale of the queen who bathed in all of the maiden's blood so that she <laughs> no! could stay young forever <laughs> you don't I just thought that was something all celebrities did nowadays. Yes, it, that's what Madonna does. Yeah. She finishes the stage show, she gets in an ice bath, and then she gets in a blood bath. Um, Great. Okay, so Olivia is like in a pool, in like a tub of blood. Of maiden with, blood? Of, with like a maiden's face, like a face mask over her face. Sick. <laughs> yes, I was, you caught me in the middle of my morning routine. That's basically like what she's doing. And this guy comes in and is like, all these people are running around with the moon silver key should we stop them and she's like no we're not going to stop them this was definitely the best scene of this whole series i would love to see this it was delightful um can't believe you don't know that old spooky fairy tale it's like (sighs) no you know it was one of the classic ones that was like basically sanitized and became a one that we know um, she was taking a nice bath with cucumbers on her eyes it might have been like um it might be what became uh, Snow White. I could see the queen doing that in Snow White for sure. Yeah. Although, no, I think that the original Snow White was its own different messed up fairy tale. Anyways, point is, this was from an old fairy tale. Uh, where was I? Okay, so then they, we get to the festival. And the vampire is like, who cares? Yes. Have um, your little dance. She's like, do whatever. She's like, you don't stop someone when they're doing your work for you. So we know that she has a plan. Oh, all right. Okay, so we get to the festival, um, and there's like a witch carving pumpkins for kids, and there's a witch with hot, hot cider for kids. I want to go! It's a nice time, except you don't, because just like Arlen said, like if you get all these people together, the werewolves oh, are just yeah, going to come attack, right. and they do. The werewolves come, and they attack big time. Uh-oh. Um, they just completely massacre the place um arlen gets in a big fight with talvalar and this is where we get the whole angsty back and forth between them we kind of get the idea that maybe talvalar was in love with arlen back in the day or has like loves her like a daughter i'm not sure it could be a lot clearer (laughs) um anyways so he like she fights him as she's like a human in the sun to fairy slowing the sun to try and to get it to not go down wait wait is it like going down and then it's coming up and she's like transforming wolf to human wolf to human wolf to human no 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 it's very slowly going down oh, one okay. time and somehow everyone that knows that this cool. is like the last time that it'll happen if they don't stop it even though we don't know how they know that 
Anyways, um, so Teferi's like trying to keep the sun up and like all of these werewolves are just starting to wolf out and Arlen is like trying really hard not to wolf out and yeah. she's fighting Tovalar as a human and she's like, I'm not going to wolf out. But then finally she's like, fine, I will wolf out. <laughs> I don't know why. Arlen! Anyways, oh. so she and Tovalar like have like a big fight. I just gotta say, I'm on Tovalar's side here. Like, you're a werewolf. Uh, Tovalar is like, wolf out, wolf out, wolf out. And Arlen's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um. Anyways, except then she's she wolfs out and then they fight as wolves and she's not doing so great. But then she does the classic like Tovalar like grabs her. And is like, is like, you like, come hunt with us. Just like, give in, come hunt with us. Yeah. Be a wolf. And she like, is in close. So she like, stabs him in the sternum with her claws. Oh, classic. And she doesn't kill him, but she's like, call off the hunt. Um, I, and he's, oh, he's, he keeps being like, come home, like come home to all the wolves. And she's like, I am home, except home is Innistrad. Uh, it's a whole thing. Um, anyways. Yeah. Her claws, she's like stabby stabby in his sternum. And she's like, call them off. And apparently because he was in love with her or he loved her like a daughter, he, his, he's not only physically hurt, but he's like emotionally, emotionally hurt. How could you? How <laughs> he's, could you? He's having a real like, I failed to get her to be wolf again. <laughs> um, and so he calls Aww. he calls it off. Um, but uh, And so like all the wolves start leaving um and arlen is super you know messed up p.s are all the humans just like bloody corpses on the ground at this point it is a, it is a full-on massacre wow. they call it a massacre in there they're like tons of people died um but they is this the meat hook massacre that doesn't make any sense yeah i don't know i think that refers to some other separate event okay. that i will maybe try and research okay for you at a future Great. date um so they go to the celestis and Katilda is there, and she's like, oh, we have the moon silver key. Like, let's do this ritual. Yeah. So they start doing the ritual where, like, Arlen is um, – or, like, Arlen has to, like, give some of her blood, and then Katilda has to, like, give up her soul, and her soul literally, like, starts floating Jesus. out of her body. And they have the moon silver key. But then Olivia swoops down. Classic. And, and she tries to grab the key, but Peels Arlen grabs it. Peels off her face mask. Peels off her face mask. <laughs> Um, Arlen grabs the key, so uh, Olivia grabs Katilda and, like, pulls her way, way up into the air, flying, etc. Bat! Yes. And, um, and Arlen is like, can any of you other witches do this? Like, can we finish this ritual? Um, and all the other witches are like, nah, man, just Katilda knew it. (laughs) Which is not great if you are doing a dangerous ritual. And there, there's like a high likelihood of attack. Have at you least should two people probably know have a second person know. Yes, yes. It 100%. should not just be one person. Ooh, um, and no, so Olivia's like, reading. I will murder Katilda if you don't give me the key. And so Arlen like gives Olivia the key, and Olivia like throws Katilda down. Oh, and we boy. don't know if Katilda even lives or yeah. survives that. It's not good. And she takes off, and the sun sets for apparently the last time. We don't know how they know that. Oh my gosh. Um, end of chapter one or end of Midnight Hunt story wow. leading into obviously um, what will ever, whatever will be the Crimson Vow story. So now we know why on Crimson Vow they're like the Harvest Tide Festival ritual failed. Yes. It failed because Olivia came by um, and 
there was no second wish to perform the ritual. Hey, does any of you Just know what she was what Matilda was going to do? Yeah. You're like, Ooh, and like the whole, so like through this whole thing, like they keep trying to be like Innistrad. Ha- Innis- people of Innistrad have hope. Innistrad rebuilds, and Arlen is like, yes, like the Harvest Time Festival was a good thing because people have to show up for each other even when they're scared. But you're like, was it a good thing no. because literally tons of people died? So it has a really weird vibe to Their that plans message. Sucked. Can They're, I just say exactly, that? Exactly. Like maybe you should have community that shows up for each other, but maybe that community should have some kind of stinking plan. Their plan is like we're gonna have this sweet festival. Oh, there's pumpkin carving. Oh, yes, there's a dunk. We're tank. gonna put a bunch of people in danger, and then we are going to fail to adequately protect them. Like what was this? Was this supposed to be? Were they the decoys for a while? They were gonna go off and do this no, silver key. It ritual? was literally just a festival that was about people okay. partying, and they had like some witch wards up. But of course, like there's also werewolf shamans and so they just broke them how did you not see that coming why did only one witch know yeah this is not a good plan not it was a good plan a bad plan even if you're gonna make your town be the distraction and you're like oh look like 500 people that would have been a, that would have been That's a great dark, plan dark but it might have worked that would have been a really great plan and then while they're having their little fun time and they're playing pin the corn on the donkey you go over there love the harvest game of pin the corn on the donkey (laughs) it's where you have to put corn up a donkey's butt and then somebody's (laughs) like oops i missed (laughs) it's horrible you you are you go over i mean how is pin the tail on the donkey any worse if that happened in real life i do you're gonna get kicked in the face if you miss or if you get it right maria i hope okay i just need to clear something up Very quickly. The game Pin the Tail on the Donkey yeah, yeah. is not usually played with a real donkey. Well, I don't know how, I don't know the origins of this game. I assume it has darker origins, much like okay. every fairy tale. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Just like in the old version of Bobbing for Apples, you drown the kid in the apple basket who didn't win. What? Just kidding. You made that up. <laughs> Spooky. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's all. But that's all. I also did read uh, one of the side stories. Oh, yes, yes. Um, So I read the side story that tells us how Liesa came back because I know people were curious. Yes. This this one was written by a different author, um, and I enjoyed it. And this one was all about – so it starts off with this woman who is originally – um, she and her family were like tanners on the outskirts of a town. Yep. Um, except then one day there was like a big ghoul attack um, and her husband and her son died um, in the attack. And so she buried them. But then a ghoul caller came to town and like raised their bodies. Ghoul called. And so she, with the help of this guy, was like, uh, whose name I already forgot. Um, <laughs> they they like killed the ghoul caller and all the ghouls. Um, and they, they basically were like, this guy was like, oh, um, I like, I worship this, what is obviously a demon Lord, even though he doesn't call it that. Um, I, I worship this like guy, um, who brings like, who promises like peace for like a peaceful sleep after. And Augie is like, yeah, that sounds great. Augie is the woman's name. Um, and she's like, that sounds great. So they go around killing ghoul callers. And he, then one night he's like, oh, there's this ritual and we can do it tonight to like bring back um, my, the sleep, like the sleeping lord or whatever who will. So why are they killing ghoul callers? Aren't ghoul callers going door to door bringing people back from the dead? Is that yes. what you just told me? Yes. Ghoul callers are the ones who go and get dead bodies and make them into ghouls. 
Oh, make them into ghouls. So they're yes. not like, oh, I'll bring back grandpa. No. I mean, they'll bring back grandpa, but, but he won't know you. He'll be different. He'll just be, he'll just be a hungry ghoul <laughs> who wants to eat you. And that's I a was real imagining them like vacuum salesmen of the 1950s. <laughs> hey, Ding-dong. you want your grandpa back? Hey, you had somebody die recently? You want back in ghost farm? No, not okay. not happy. Okay. It's not a happy thing. So they're it. killing all of them. So they like, um, she and this guy and their one other like cultist essentially, even though they don't call them that. Mm-hmm. They don't call themselves that. Go into the woods with a goat and sacrifice the goat and try and already a warning bt dubs if you're trying to summon someone with a goat they're probably not chill yeah it's not gonna be good for Um, anybody so they summon the sleeping lord and like nothing happens and the other two people get like real mad they're just like uh and they they leave um but she's she's so distraught that she just stays there um and is like why um, Sleeping master, why didn't you heed my call? Yeah, basically. And then she hears mm-hmm. some noises and she turns around and there's an angel and she's like, what? Um, and this angel is like, I've been gone for literally thousands of years, but back in my day, I was the angel of the dusk um, and I like made it a point to like converse with demons and all of these dark things <laughs> to better know them and understand I them. I wanted to get both and sides of the And she was like, so I was tied to this demon and when you called this demon back, it called me back too. Oh, it's like a phone tag. Yeah, it's it's exactly like phone tag. So basically, you <laughs> hey, know, like I just they call, I, I'm yes. going back. Uh, you you want to come back? Yeah, hey, you, you know, I'm going back. Anyway. Well, she was basically like, when you called this demon, I heard the call and I had no choice but to answer it. Oh. Like it it summoned me in the same way. And she's like, the bad news is you also summoned the demon and he's here. Um, and so they run around, and sure enough, they find the other two people dead. Oh, yeah. Demon got to him. Yeah, killed him good. Um, and then they're all like fighting. And then um, the demon grabs Augie and then she like, like Liesa is trying to fight and it's getting real sad. But then Augie takes her torch and while the demon is like laughing, she just like straight up stabs <laughs> her torch through the roof of his mouth. Great. Um, you know, and really gets it done. Like when you eat a sandwich and then the thing's still in there and you bite down on the, on the, on tooth the toothpick. Tooth. <laughs> We've talked about this on the show before. Ah, uh, yeah. It's so a lot like that. He basically, he's trying to eat the human except there's a torch in the middle of nice. it. Nice. And he bites the torch. Um, anyways, yeah. And so the the story is, and then the, de- the demon doesn't like dissolve the way he's supposed to. And Lies is like, oh, it is because we're tied together. Um, and so Algi mm-hmm. is, is like, I used to be a tanner. I'm going to take this demon hide and make you some armor out of it. Oh, sick. Which is very sick. That's And B. then Lies is like, oh, she doesn't know anything that's happened on Innistrad. Algi has to catch her up. And she's like, oh, Avacyn and all them dead? Bummer. Wow. And then she's like, I am going to have to go find Sigarda and we'll have to have a chat. Um, angel to angel about how she murdered me once upon a time. Yeah. And now I'm here. <laughs> so well, that, that's how. That's what happened. Yeah. That's how Liesa came back. Wow. She was tethered to a demon um, who got called back. So. And now are. she's wearing literal demon hide armor. Yeah, she is. That's the coolest armor that it's, I've ever heard of. It's magic. very, very cool. Wow. Um, so anyways, that's it's nice. She back. Is Liesa wearing demon hide armor in the art on her card? I don't know about that. Okay. So. I don't think so. I don't but think so, but. I haven't taken a close look. Maybe it's that's her right when she comes back. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Wow. Um, what a what a wild story time. It really. What a ride. Yeah. What a ride. First of all, humans on Innistrad, what have we learned? Very dumb. So, <laughs> they just needed to make better plans. Like, I get it. The witches were just all like, 
oh, we're we're using this like old power and it's so old and like therefore it's the most powerful. And it's like, that's great, but you can't just rely on however powerful you think your magic is. You should also use common sense. Look, AM radio is older than FM. Does that mean it's more powerful? No. no. Literally the magic opposite. requires <laughs> common sense in order to be useful to you. So that's the lesson. All right. Well, great. We're all caught up yeah. on Innistrad's story. Looking forward to Crimson Vow story. Yeah. And finding out how all of these cards, which I've correctly predicted, will fit into that. <laughs> really, really excited for Fantastic. <laughs> hey, everyone. Ultra Pro. Whether you are looking for some very sick stuff that is also very useful, like these beautiful deck boxes. Look at this deck box. It's gorgeous. It's so secure. It has space for your dice. If like me, you're a person who doesn't want to just like have a million things in your bag. Yeah. Which I hate having a million this things in my bag. This is the M2 deck box from Ultra it's Pro. Great. Holds 75 double sleeve cards and also has a little tray that you pull out on top for your dice. Ugh. I will not use a deck box without one of these nowadays. It is amazing. Or if you just want to be really cute, like they're figurines of adorable power. We have the little roper here. Cute. Um, There's a little bullet. Oh, they're very adorable. We won't talk about the goblin one because we have disagreements with listeners of this show about how cute it is. But (laughs) roper, definitely cute. Yes, and this deck box, definitely cute. It's pink and white. They have so many different kinds of deck boxes. It's almost absurd. Whatever you're looking for in a deck box, they, they have, have it. it. They have it. They even have one that plays music, which we have behind us, yes. the boom box. Ugh, it's great. really, really good. Um, Ultra Pro, they'll give you everything you need for your magical existence. And the link to buy whatever you want is in our show notes. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. That's right. Um, please let us know in the show in the show comments the. YouTube comments. You know what any I'm comments. saying? Let us know in any comments below um, <laughs> what whether you think Maria's, which of Maria's predictions you think are most likely to come true. Well, obviously the correct answer is all of them. Yes, I know but. all of them is how many will come true. Okay, great. But which ones do you think are most likely <laughs> to come true? You can tweet at us with the hashtag Maria's always right and let yes, us know which absolutely. ones you think are most obviously destined to become reality. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't want to just say all of them, blanket statement. Um, yeah, but Crimson Vow coming out um, preview starting this Thursday. Yeah. You can check so. it out on Twitch or YouTube. And on the show next week, we'll be talking all about what Absolutely. we're seeing so far. Absolutely. I'm so excited to get these underway. Yeah. Watch 9 a.m. Pacific on Thursday at twitch.tv slash magic for the previews to start. Our preview card comes out next Monday. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it, <gasps> maybe we'll drop it in a, a spicy upkeep, upkeep episode. Upkeep episode. So make sure you're, uh, you're listening to the upkeep. Yes. You're watching it over on our YouTube channel so you can get a very first look at it as soon as it drops. Yeah. The upkeep's available wherever you get your podcast. You can just search for it or you can find it on youtube.com slash five, which is our YouTube channel, which has everything mm-hmm. on there. Or if you become a patron over at patreon.com slash GLHF magic you get access to our patron only feed so you get uh the upkeep and good luck high five in the same podcast feed so you don't have to switch between them nice just like a nice little perk for patrons that we're happy to offer thanks again to card kingdom and ultra pro yes for being super cool well as to all of our amazing patrons especially sock Sock! aka maria from high school yes i'm so glad me from the past came to support us me too it's really nice and now it's time for me to go create some mischief And for me to go protest the Vietnam War.